0: What's up, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of Beers End. Today, we're going to be talking about beers, beers and, and
1: flags.
0: flags. There is, is there a delay? Oh, there's definitely a delay. <laughs> oh, all right. Good.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Talk about a red flag right off the bat. Red flag
0: party Woo! foul. What's going on, everyone? If you're watching on YouTube, you can see Alex is wearing his stupid headphones, headset. They're slightly green. And that means that we are doing a remote episode. Are they? What green? is going on? Uh, yeah, there's a little bit of green in the uh, top. Oh, all right. I was going to say, yeah, you really can't see it. And, and, you're good. and around the sides. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, green. I love green. Uh, so, yeah. So what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode. Uh, my name is Alex, and I'm joined remotely this time by my buddy, Nick. Nick, how oh. are you? I'm
1: I'm doing I'm doing all right. I'm I'm a real I'm a real bitch. I will put it to you this way. <laughs> I'm a real I'm feeling a real yeah, I'm a bitch. Why is that? I don't know. I'm just cranky. I'm just cranky. It's, okay. Yeah.
0: We but had a solar right. flare. Was that last week or two weeks ago? I don't even remember. There's a big, big solar flare. And uh I, I think it actually might have been last week. And one of the, the,
1: we will blame it on that.
0: Yeah. One of the things that I, I read that someone came out and said, you know, ex- just expect to feel weird. Uh,
1: well, that that tracks. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah. I've, I've been living, I feel like a groundhog day these past uh, couple of days. Oh, like that's I just that's rough. Oh God, I'm just I'm I, huh, I need some vitamin <laughs> D. I need some excitement. I'm feeling very, very I bitchy. That.
0: I hear that. Well, hopefully we can provide some excitement for uh, for the audience. Guys, like I said, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see my stupid headphones. You can do that on Beers and Podcast at Beers and Podcast. If you're not, you can also come follow us on Instagram at Beers and Podcast or on Twitter at Beers and One. Nick, tell them where to go
1: if they got any questions or comments. You can uh, go right to hell, um, if anything. (laughs) Uh, And if that uh, doesn't work for you, you can email us at Beers and Podcast at gmail.com
0: fantastic so we are drinking today another trillium beer
1: do do, do, do do no reveal but
0: we have the uh we have the can right in front of you it's called p.m dawn so this is an american stout it's brewed with uh cold brewed coffee
1: mm, mm, mm.
0: so this is actually um this is actually one variant we have the peanut butter variant there are a few of them. There's a coconut, there's a cacao, but they're all American stouts with coffee. I think that you picked the best one. Yeah, I'm really hyped for peanut butter and beer. This is going to be one beer. Um, how can I say this? Coming up within the next couple of weeks
1: that we're going to be doing with peanut butter, and there will be another one as well. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I like that. I don't even know this. This is exciting. <laughs> I've already so started... I already started my day with some peanut butter and coffee. So this works out well. I had a peanut butter and banana. Perfect. Little uh,
0: snack before. So we're, we're right on track. So um, this, I've, I haven't had any of the other PM Dawn um, variants. I would be excited to try the coconut one.
1: Yeah, the coconut one should sound good. In fact, it's, it's kind of funny. I was, uh, I was shopping a couple of days ago and uh, I needed to... <laughs> Get ready for the most bro-y statement. I need to pick up protein and uh, hey. and they didn't have the flavor that I usually get. I get a coconut vanilla usually, oh, which is okay. very good, and I was upset that they didn't have it. And I don't like I started usually. You don't. I started to try and do the
0: um, the vegan protein powder.
1: Yeah, that's the one that the, I the, that I the use. The plant-based.
0: Let me tell you, that taste is uh, if you don't have the right flavor. Oh yeah. The taste is hard to get
1: past. Yeah. I, the what is not the the Vega one I've had I've had that one before, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it's I don't know if that's the one I've now.
0: I want to say that it is. I think I had like a peanut butter chocolate one that Ooh. was okay. Oh, and then oh from another company I got a plant-based um, it was like banana banana pancake batter or something. Wake it up to
1: earth. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Weekend.
0: One of make my favorite a, songs.
1: Make a banana pan. <laughs>
0: That's an Alex, uh, an Alex karaoke song. Let's get that into is. this beer, man. Oh, all righty. Let's
1: dive on
0: in. And while, we, while we do that, while we oh. pour these, um, these lovely looking dark beers, we're going to do question of the day. Ooh, what do we got? Sticking with the theme of flags, oh. I would, um, I'd like to know that if you could change something about our flag, what
1: would it be? Ooh, if I could change something about our flag... Uh, who That's an interesting one. That's a very interesting one. I I feel like that's that's a hard one. I feel like I would want it to be a little bit more ornate almost. Like I oh a little like, more embellishing. Yeah, like I like New Jersey state flag. I like New York State flag. I think that Maryland actually has like the best one. Let's go with the oh, okay Florida Lee and it's got a little bit more color to it and whatnot. I was going for the U.S. flag, but I'm glad you went uh, state flag. Well, no, I, 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 what I guess what I'm alluding to is that like I like the fact that those you know, especially New York and New Jersey, how it's got like Columbia on them, and you know, uh, I think New York's again is you know says Excelsior on it. Like I think those are like super powerful, and I feel like I'm like stars and stripes, and stars and stripes, and squares and rectangles. Like it's just it's it's easy, pretty, pretty much, right? Yeah. What would you change
0: about it? uh, The color palette. Yeah. What would you go for instead? I have like a a very specific color palette that I love. It's like kind of like muted pastels of uh, purple, like a lilac, like a muted lilac, a muted pale forest green and like a muted teal or cyan, like a blue, green, purple.
1: That's the flag for the United States of America. Yep. Yep. (laughs) states States. the states just need a little more a little more pastels that's all i feel
0: like i feel like the colors are boring but then you know after we started researching for this episode i realized the colors actually mean something
1: yes i it's funny you actually bring it up because i guess it was a couple yeah two days ago i i i have your typical you know 30 year old male wardrobe where everything is just color blocked like it's just a lot of color blocking all the way through sure and i think i did i had on you know a pair of blue pants i had on a white t-shirt and i had on my like i put on like my red cardigan, and i was like "Ooh, uh we're gonna have to reel this in like it is (laughs) it is the middle of uh it is april right now so there is no reason why you should be looking like uh again oh glory just to go ahead and pick up your prescription at cvs yeah, we
0: are. Um, we're get, making our way through spring here. Thank goodness. I'm a, I'm a fan. What do you th- Have you smelled the beer yet? Oh, I haven't. I haven't done anything yet.
1: I also just got random missed calls.
0: So it's, it smells very coffee. Oh. But also like a nice peanut buttery backbone.
1: There is a little bit of that peanut butter in the, uh, in the nose that I wasn't expecting. It it's, almost smells like peanut butter coffee ice cream. Yeah. You know what? I'll be honest with you. It doesn't seem nearly as thick. As I was expecting for it, it, it to be. It doesn't, right? Which is a little unnerving. So we said it off camera. This is a
0: 9% stout. This <laughs> the is 9%. up, is up there.
1: But, I didn't um, think I was going to be taking a nap today, but definitely yeah. seems like that is that is most definitely happening. God, my fingers look chubby on this Let's
0: Let's see how it drinks. Cheers. Cheers, cheers.
1: Thank. Oh, my God. I mean, that is just so smooth. It is a good thing that we are only seeing the upper half of my body right about now. That is <laughs> delicious.
0: Holy Nick just, shit. Uh, Nick in one in one full swoop took
1: his pants off. Just oh, they, Just I just slide him right. Off. You can't, I still can't say just slide him right off. Kick him right off.
0: <laughs> Do you remember in uh, remember in school we had those breakaway pants for for Jim?
1: Just Nick just broke them right away. Snaps and all. I don't uh, I stopped wearing those after a while because that's how I broke my wrist. <laughs> Fantastic. Yep tripped right over those suckers because he had to have the bottom ones the bottom two or three had to be undone at all times yep Yep. tripped right over them fell on my uh fell on my arm broke my wrist
0: man this beer for it being nine percent
1: is super smooth it it is and you know what because the fact is that it's a cold brew it's not terribly bitter so as a result it I was concerned it was going to be a little bit more porter esque, mm-hmm. but it actually does have that stout viscousness. Yeah, once no, you actually it actually does take that sip, which I wasn't necessarily expecting.
0: It does; it's a little bit thicker than it. Like it leads on. Which what is else is weird?
1: What else is this conditioned on? Do we know?
0: So um, I'm actually I'm looking at the page right now in this little untapped bio. So it says yeah. when started as a special treatment to celebrate our fifth anniversary. Oh. This is now a small-scale batch. So they start with the base recipe for PM Dawn, and then they slightly dial back the uh, ratio of cold brew Italian roast from Barrington. Mm-hmm. And then they throw in a heavy dose of peanut butter is what it says. So um, we should be getting, which I, I'm definitely getting, freshly ground peanuts, chocolate peanut butter milkshake, 100%. Mm-hmm. Hints of dark plum from the coffee, which I haven't had yet. Um, I, yeah,
1: I, I actually do feel like that is present really yeah yeah it, it's 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 difficult because that dark plum flavor is easily masked I like and sometimes it's by like the blends in yeah and blends in with the coffee in such a way yep. you know um wow this yeah. is this is great yeah i'm a big fan i'm a very big fan of this this is great man um uh, i'm happy i have an entire glass of it I I'm am not, too. I'm My not gonna goodness, lie. To I you. was gonna say, yeah, this is not one that I would necessarily want to uh want to split, but that's okay. Uh sorry, I don't mean to be rude. I'm I'm just answering a quick text. I apologize. I usually don't get two uh calls in a row. You're so popular, yeah. You know me. You know, you know me.
0: You know what it is, everyone knows we're recording. That's exactly they, what it they is. just want to get in on the show.
1: Yeah, I bet. I I I'm I'm curious if that is the case. <laughs> This beer makes me really excited to try the other PM dawns. I know the coconut one does sound good. I don't know how I felt about the what was the other choice that was in there? There was one that was cacao. Mm, I feel like with the cacao it would make it too bitter then and as as a result I wouldn't like it as much. I like the fact that it's got some of that that it's a little bit smoother.
0: Me but too. I, and the peanut butter really like really makes this beer I think.
1: Hmm, I'm gonna go a solid four. Personally, it feels like a good solid four. It could have a little something extra that I don't think would hurt it at all. I think maybe if you had a, okay. even like a little, like a little berry note, like I like a good dark chocolate with like raspberry, um, maybe even like a little blood orange, just something to cut it. Um, what if it was banana? Then I think it would be too kitschy. I think it too would take kitschy. away. Yeah, I think it would then take away from some of the, for lack of a better term, like sophistication, if sure. you will. Because it is very simple. It is simple, but it's refined. Much yep. like us. You know, Much s- very
0: nuanced. Very nuanced. Subtle nuances in these Jersey guys, you know? To a, to a, to a, a, a frightening degree. It's dang good. Um, I'm I'm a little higher than you. I think I'm around a four three. Really? Yeah. I, I the peanut butter really shines. Um, and it's just it's so smooth for nine percent.
1: I feel like I could have the peanut butter a little bit more in times.
0: I would be okay with more as well, but it's, yeah, it's very nicely balanced.
1: All right, all right. You no know, coffee
0: it- and peanut butter. I might. I'm, I'm not a big ice cream guy, but I might start having coffee and peanut butter ice cream together.
1: Hmm. That does sound interesting.
0: Huh. I feel like that I feel like that's a winning combination. All right, let's get Ben and Or Jerry
1: on the phone and we'll see what we can do. I feel what? like it only works one way. It's Ben and Jerry. Oh, I don't know. Conference call? Maybe. We'll get them on the line right now. I think that's
0: a good idea. <laughs> All right, so that's, that's pretty good. We're both pretty high on it. Yeah. I think pretty that is solid a solid beer. Trillium keeps impressing as always. Yep. Yep. They kill it. Why don't you um, you know what? I'm gonna kick us off actually. Sure. Because pun intended, I'm going with NFL flags. Oh. See what I did there? A little kickoff. Oh, there we go. I was actually gonna ask, like, where's the so, pun? So flag, you know, NFL penalties, fouls, <clears throat> they're called flags. Referees umpires throw the not umpires, referees throw the flags on the field when there's an infraction. Yeah. So the NFL definition, this is from the NFL handbook, the rule book. A foul is an infraction of a playing rule for which a penalty is prescribed. So essentially, a foul is a penalty. Okay. There are 57 total possible penalties that that could occur in a game of football. So it's broken down. There's offensive penalties, defensive penalties, and then there's
1: penalties that everyone can get. Doesn't matter.
0: But we'll get into the types. 57 yeah what an interesting number
1: yeah i was going to say but i am assuming that it probably like expanded over time
0: um yeah they, and they've added new rules even just up until like a couple years ago oh hmm. okay so there are, there are many types of fouls there are what what's called live ball fouls so when the ball's in play there are dead ball fouls so when the play is over you could have fouls in between downs and you could also have multiple fouls finally my favorite you can have double fouls. A double foul? So multiple fouls and double fouls sounds kind of like the same thing. Yeah. But but it's not. So multiple fouls would be multiple fouls on one team during one play. Okay. You and I on the same team, we both get a foul. That would be multiple fouls. Double fouls would be a foul on both teams during the play.
1: Oh, Okay. I, you see, when you say that, I thought for a second, like fines are doubled in like work zones, like when you're on the road at that point no, in time where no, it's no. like, okay.
0: All right. Yep. Huh. Yep. So uh, there are also varying degrees of punishments. So we, there are five, 10 and 15 yard penalties, f- flags. Um, there's also some that occur at the spot of the foul. So like if some, if you're defending me and I'm running downfield, and the quarterback throws me the ball, but you tackle me before it gets there. Yeah. Th- then that penalty happens
1: where you tackled me. Okay. I feel like they need to up the uh, up the punishments. But let's make it really interesting, like Cat and Nine Tails <laughs> like, on, the, like uh, how on the 30. Interesting. Yeah, Cat and Nine Tails right on the 30-yard line. Flames start
0: shooting out of the uh, the yard markers. Yeah, that's probably a bad idea.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I feel like you bring out like a an old, you know, Dark Ages torturer and one in Iron Maiden.
0: (laughs) So there's there are others, like I said, there are the fouls that happen at the spot of the foul. Some fouls involve a loss of down, so you like totally lose your playing down, Mm -hmm. and others can even lead to ejection. So some of the some of the funnier flags at least i i think so and one of them is there's it's called too many men on the field
1: yeah how does so, that happen
0: so either team can get penalized for this um sometimes the offense snaps the ball so like in between plays the defense might try and substitute players but there's no like they don't call a timeout for it people just run on and off the field so sometimes the offense snaps the ball before all the defensive guys get off the field Yeah. And they call the penalty, even if they're like running off, one foot on, doesn't matter. Or sometimes, like, the defense just messes up and 12 people are out there. So, like, people come out for, people come in for substitutions and one guy doesn't leave. People don't notice. And then, before you know it, you got a penalty.
1: I feel like that's a, a good example as to uh, some of the head trauma that's taken. If we can't, <laughs> if we can't keep track of 12 guys, like, uh, that For like real, that's though. a bit and, of an and,
0: issue at that point. And that's the, the players and the coaches. Like, that's on everyone. And
1: the coaches, there are like nine and a half of them per team, aren't there? There are quite a few. You see, I'm calling shenanigans on this whole NFL. I see right through you. I see right through you and your racket. Yes. But you are a racket. There's also
0: one more that I think is funny. It's called leaping. Ooh. So leaping only can occur when the ball is being kicked for a field goal or for extra point attempts. This is when the defensive player leaps over the long snapper right when the ball is snapped in an attempt to block the kick. So this, this happened for a while. And now there's actually a flag against it. And you probably know one of the guys who made this very famous. His name is Troy Palomalu. Super Hawaiian, long, dark, curly. Hair. Oh, actually, he's been yes, in um, that like that does. And tell those commercials. Yep.
1: Yes, 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 yes. OK, so
0: he made this really famous because he would time it up and leap over the line and like tackle people as soon as they get the ball or like jump over and try and block the kick. But now it's illegal because it's it's it is kind of dangerous. You know, you're jumping over someone while they're bent over. What if you kick him in the head or yeah, fall on them? It, it's dangerous. It is. So there's, Again. there's a rule against it
1: still one of those things where it's like of all the things we're going to pick out of being like potentially dangerous like yeah you know helmet to helmet contact whatever but you they know. call the
0: some people call the nfl the no fun league because you know they do like stupid stuff like that Like oh
1: yeah you see that to me that would be stuff. fun
0: Yeah, i like that or like you Putting know they back. took away celebrating for a year or two like celebrating after touchdown that was a bad yeah thing. that's
1: that's that i never understood yeah, it's silly. Let the let the guys celebrate. Yeah, it's impressive. I sure as shit can't do what they do. Like, I'd right. be excited also. 1% of the population of the world gets to the NFL. Well, I think it's like the same sort of thing of like how in the, uh, in like soccer, you're not allowed to like take your shirt off. Like a lot of times they'll take their shirt off. And that's right. like against the rules now. Like I say, let the, let the boys be boys. You know what I mean? I agree. <laughs> My guess is that if the NFL go ahead or goes ahead and never like capitulates they might uh, some might say would be waving the white flag perhaps. Hey, look at that smooth transition. Very smooth. So I was curious about the white flag. Where did this come from? What is this all about? So it's actually it's an interna- uh, internationally recognized symbol of truce or ceasefire and for negotiation. Uh, end of surrender and it's it's really the first couple ones because the assumption is that if you're waving it like as a show of surrender that your desire is still to negotiate and actually come to some sort of like amicable agreement Um, it's also flown over ships that function as what are referred to as like humanitarian cartels so like if you work for Amnesty uh, International and you're delivering like aid to war-torn areas, um, those ships also fly a white flag. Oh. So when it's flown, whomever is flying it cannot be shot at or shoot either. Uh, and the improper use of it is forbidden by what are known as like the rules of war. And any sort of violation of that is considered to be a hate, cri- uh, a hate crime, a war crime. So like if you, wow, really, yeah, so like if 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 we're in battle, I wave a white flag and you know you acknowledge that white flag, if I start to like walk over to you then or or whatever, and I like open fire, technically, I am then committing a war crime wow. yeah, it's kind of crazy, like uh but it's it's known to happen it doesn't seem like it's something that's necessarily enforced very often um so the first mention of the white flag being used as a sign of surrender actually dates back to 12 AD during the Eastern Han Dynasty. Um, however, and then it, it kind of just picked up and like all of a sudden what started to happen was that um, other sort of like explorers and, and conquerors of lands started to realize that different peoples in different places all seemed to be using this white flag method. They don't know how it kind of all spread, but all of a sudden it was like, oh shit, Everybody seems to know this as a sign of surrender. But it's also meant different things uh, and serve different purposes to different groups. So during the, the Ancien Regime in France, uh, during the early 17th century and through the early 18th century, up until about 1830, uh, during this period, it was standard for the French royalty. Um, to like fly white flags and it symbolized purity uh, and was also used during military command. In fact, the French that had come here to fight during the American revolution fought under a pure white flag the entire time, which I had never, yeah, I had never known that. Um, And then there were two other things that I kind of found. So like more recently the flag was used during um, like early on in the pandemic. Uh, so like the Belgian royal palace had raised a white flag that was supposed to like thank you know caregivers and you know um aid members and and all of a sudden like people throughout uh, Belgium were, were waving white flags and in Malaysia it started as a uh social media campaign so like if you were a family that was like all of a sudden struggling with financially and as a result like needed food you would put a white flag outside your door and oh. people would drop off food to your home, which I thought was pretty cool.
0: That is really cool. And th- that
1: must be more recent than anything. Yeah, yeah. It does seem like it might take a little bit of a cue from something that's known as Operation White Flag. I don't know. I had never heard of it. I'm going to assume that you maybe not. You know, no, have never heard of it either. No, definitely not. Probably because we're not from Kentucky. So like there's something that's known as, uh, right? Weird way to build up to that. Um, there's something that's known as Operation White Flag, which happens in the, the, the Louisville metro area um, during periods of severe weather or extreme cold or hot. Um, so when the wind chill is below 35 degrees or the heat index is above 95 degrees, um, like participating shelters will put a flag outside um, for those you know, folks who are homeless and whatnot, and basically says, like, it's not safe for you to be outside, come into these shelters, and you can stay here as long as the white flag is in effect, regardless of, like, if we have enough beds or whatnot, because you just shouldn't be exposed to the elements. Um, That's really cool. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. I, yep, I like that a lot. Yeah, I thought, like, what a simple... Simple sign that anybody can go ahead and utilize. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I was surprised also. doesn't seem like a lot of other places have anything like this in place. I never heard of that. I think that's
0: one of the coolest things. Like just aid. Super easy. It's so important. It's so important. It's super easy. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm going to take us to another white flag. Oh, I'm going to take us to the checkered flag. One of such that would be waved to signify the end of a car race mm. yeah mm, that was pretty good was it that was pretty good thanks i've been I working even got on my car sounds. i felt like i was shaking you know when they drive by i even got a little bit of the.
1: to be honest with you it's because i kicked the stool that
0: I... <laughs> you just <laughs> on to be honest with you fair enough fair enough so yep they they're waived to you know be the official end of a car race there's actually no standard design for the checkered flag Which I thought was kind of cool. Um, Though typically they're always, you know, they always consist of black and white squares or rectangles in a checkered board pattern. So the number and size and the proportions of the flag of the uh, shapes do vary from flag to flag. Actually, interestingly enough, whereas NASCAR and F1 racing, one flag is waved, in IndyCar, two flags are waved simultaneously in a tradition dating back to 1980, the Indianapolis 500. So huh. I actually did, I did a little digging on this and I couldn't find anything that expressly said why this became a tradition, just that this happened and that's what they started doing.
1: That's interesting because also like 1980 is not terribly, it's not even so much that it's not terribly long ago, but it's not like that was the beginning of nope. Indy car racing. You're absolutely right.
0: So actually, it's they only wave two flags if the race is under green conditions. So that that just means no cautions.
1: But it's nothing on the course
0: at at the end of the race. Yep. That's interesting. Well, I guess because a race can end in yellow condition, which would mean like either a hazard on the track. Or like Whoa. a weather hazard.
1: Okay, yeah, I was forgetting the fact is that there could be like yeah, an accident at any one point in time, and and there are wheels and debris all over the place. <laughs> and
0: yep, good old debris. Good old so debris. actually,
1: at the um, at IndyCar, they
0: customize each checkered flag. So after your team wins, you get a checkered flag with the date and race name sewn onto it. Mm. Almost almost like a trophy, you get it with your trophy, and teams take this home as a prize. Actually, in fact, teams will typically like put this up around their headquarters and like hang them as pennants, so they're kind of like banners for the sports team. You know, like when you go to a hockey arena, and there's all the banners hanging around up in the rafters, yeah. So they use
1: them as trophies that I appreciate, especially from IndyCar, at least. You know, NASCAR, meh. But IndyCar, that's impressive. Thing you know, more turns. Yeah. No. Definitely. Speaking of NASCAR,
0: starting in 2017, they started instituting the use of a white and green checkered flag. Why is that? I. That's also a good question, and I couldn't find anything on it. But I will say that I do like the white and green. It's much more aesthetically pleasing. I would say. Is it because it's because of your headphones? It's because it's green. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. So the checkered flag actually originated in a race in 1906. It was a road rally at the Glidden Tours. I don't know if you're familiar with those. Mm, no. So they were promotional events held by AAA. Oh. And they were used to promote uh, safer roads and such for the public. So, you know, kind of like a rally promoting safe driving, and safe road habits and all this stuff. So they used to hold rally races at these promotional events. So in 1906, they held one. And um, this guy named Sidney Walden, he divided the course into sections. So the sections had race officials. And these race, race officials were called checkers because they were used to record the time at the end of each section. Oh, that's they genius. Were, they would carry around a checkered flag. Identifying themselves while the cars were racing, and that's thus brilliant. they were bo- Yeah, and thus they were born. Checkers.
1: That's how. That name, Sydney Walden. Mm-hmm. That sounds incredibly familiar. Mm. Like, yeah, not, that was new to me. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was from an episode of like Top Gear for some reason that's sticking out in my mind. Could be. Or the Grand Tour. I apologize. You know, one so of the, uh... it's very highbrow view. Yeah, you know me. Nothing but the best. Nothing but the best.
0: Yeah, so pretty cool. That's a cool little story. Um, wh- what a what a simple way for that name to come through. I didn't know that it was spelled with a Q. So it's like C H E Q U E R E D. Really?
1: Yeah. Because I know that that's the Both way. You ways. Spe- that's the well. I was just gonna say no. I know that that's the way that you spell check. The English way is C-H-E-Q-U-E. That's so funny you say that. Yeah, as in like to write a check. So I've seen it both ways. Yeah, like a checkered flag. I know I've seen only the one way, but I've seen- Yeah, I guess they're interchangeable. To to write a check. Huh, that is interesting then. Yeah, why they would would do that. We don't do well with the uh, Q-U-E's in our version of English. No, 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 not at all. One of my least
0: favorite words has Q-U-E in it. Which one? Q
1: as in Q, uh, Q-U-E? like i'm standing in a q u e yep oh, that is a I stupid hate, word i hate that word i don't like peak like as in it as in p
0: i c k or p i c q u e or p i q u e whatever it is yeah 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 as in
1: like it peaked my interest yeah. shut up p i q u e d no that means it peaked <laughs> dumb
0: you're you're going to be getting a um a text from me Okay. Uh, any minute, any minute now. Yeah. Please disregard until my next bit.
1: Okay. Okay. I won't pay attention at all then. Okay. Um, In that case, what should I do here? Do you want to, do we want to hear something about, uh, oh, that, uh, oh my goodness, there are so many things that just popped up. That, yeah, that would be mine. Multiple things. Okay. Oh my goodness. <laughs> all right. Let me, I'm going to turn that over then.
0: Oh, that is proof. That is proof,
1: everyone, that I just texted Nick. Yes, very much so. Because just the level in case,
0: of, just in case you were questioning my
1: integrity, the le- I was going to say and the level of professionalism that we work with that I just let it go ahead and stay on vibrate <laughs> and vibrate multiple times then. um, I will tell you about. um, Yeah, I'll go with this one and then we'll, we'll end with something fun uh or at least you know i'll say my last story to be the most fun one sure. um so i had come across um something having to do with a painting that is called mm-hmm. the flag um and it was by georgia o'keefe you are familiar with georgia o'keefe i am in fact so again a predominant um you know she's considered to be like the the leading female artist of the modern like modernism movement she's you know often known for you know a lot of uh paintings of lilies that look uh very very much like a a lady's anatomy um (laughs) for lack of a better term um but i had come across uh this this painting called the flag and actually you know i wonder if i can share my screen with you real quick let me let me let me see what i can do here just vamp you know the the modern marvels
0: of the world they truly are wide and great um i will say that i i do know georgia o'keefe and uh i'm not a big art person so for me to know anyone in the art industry is uh few and far between okay so what you got I must say I don't recall them looking like
1: the female anatomy, but I could be wrong. So this is the flag. Okay. The painting again called uh, George. uh, Wow. Georgia O'Keeffe's painting called the flag. It's a very, very simple, simple um, painting. However, you know, the backstory behind it, I thought was quite interesting. So just so we can see each other again. There we are. And Lovely. Um, right all back, all beautiful all the time. Um, so what wound up happening was that the painting was completed in 1918 and it had represented. So uh, she had claimed um, her like anxiety and her nervousness about her brother going off to fight in the first world war, all right? In world war one. So, The war had been uh, controversial to begin with, like for many Americans, you know, we were very reluctant to actually get involved. Um, And it was particularly due to some of like the modern war tactics. Um, You know, this is the first war where we had like active machine guns. We had, you know, mustard gas. We had tanks. We had military aircraft. Um, So her brother, Alexius, was one of the first American soldiers to be sent off to go fight in France. And in France is where quite a bit of this mustard gas was being used. Um, So she was really nervous about, you know, the way that he was maybe going to come back, make it through the war itself. Uh, So she had visited him before he had left in the fall of 1917. And a couple months later had claimed that it was the first time she had felt compelled to paint from a sense of necessity. Like usually it was a matter of, you know, which you know the difference sometimes between true artists where, you know, they paint out of the, definitely the beauty of the, you know, of the scenery of the inspiration, but like, not like I need to paint something. Mm -hmm. Um, So further on um, and going into 1918, she had actually fallen into like a deep state of depression and resulted in her not painting for like three or four months. Um, Later on then she had developed influenza during the, pandemic of 1918 like so many other americans did and she had gone off to go and kind of recoup in san antonio so that's where she had wound up completing the piece now we saw the image before so according to her uh biographer a woman by the name of uh roxana barry robinson uh o'keefe sets a drooping flag against a starless darkening sky the flag flutters limply Stripped of its stars and stripes, its only color and that of the pole is blood red. So. Despite the fact that O'Keefe had started to, like, gain some accolades and whatnot at this time, anti-war sentiment uh, was criminalized in the United States under the Espionage Act of 1917. And w- which I actually wrote down, which is an entire conversation of fuckery for another day. Um <laughs> Because it really was there was an amendment um, that was added onto it actually like a year later, which is like the Sedition Act um, of 1918, which was kind of tacked on, which essentially had prohibited um, any interference with military operations, recruitment, uh, it was meant to prevent insubordination in the military and to prevent the support, quote unquote, the support of like enemies of the US during wartime so Essentially, it was illegal to speak out against the war about the military, about the government. Right. So as a result, that painting was never displayed to the public until 1968. Wow. It, yeah, it remained in a private collection and wasn't then actually given to a museum, which was the, uh, the Milwaukee Museum of Art, until 1977. So you're talking about roughly 60 years of, you know, a painting by, again, like you had said, you know, one of the most well known and well recognized American artists for 60 right. years, because otherwise, you know, she could have realistically been put in jail if anybody <laughs> ever had thought, like, you know, this is anti war sentiment or propaganda, or which is, you know, uh, which I, again, I kind of came across that story and I was like, that's fucking weird, you know, and totally unlike so many of her other paintings. Um, so, yeah. Little, little something there, little, little highbrow for you today on Beer's End. We love that. We we strive for that. Yep.
0: That's what we do. So you received my texts. I did. Can I open them? You may open them. Okay. We're going to play a game. And uh, I have this titled Weird Flags for Nick.
1: Oh, no. Oh, no. So
0: I'm going to, we're going to go flag by flag. And I want you to start with, uh, I guess the top one, which is
1: the the um, green
0: and red and yellow
1: with the star. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to say that that's the flag of Somalia. Okay,
0: great guess, but it's actually the flag of Mozambique.
1: Oh, damn it! I was so So close.
0: We're going to flash these on the screen for you guys. If I was more prepared, I would have them for the screen (laughs) share, but I'm not. So we're going to do it the old-fashioned way. Um, so that's the flag for Mozambique. It is the only national flag featuring a modern assault rifle. Yeah. Holy that is the, shit. Yep, that's the AK-47. Um, I did not get a story
1: behind that, but I will say that I think that's a, a, a really cool flag. I actually like that shade of like green blue uh, in the top there. Pretty cool, right? That, like it's, aqua. It's, yeah, that's like,
0: yeah, exactly like aqua something.
1: Yeah, I okay, like that. Okay, one.
0: so let, let's go down. To our next flag.
1: Okay, I am going to say that that is the flag of Oman. I didn't even know that was a country. Uh, no,
0: this is the flag of Nepal. It oh, and you the... know what?
1: Shit, because it's the only triangular one. God damn it's it! It's the only national flag that's not a rectangle. I should have asked if the black was part of it or not, because I should have known that. Had I clearly.
0: Oh did. yeah, it's just the message background but so nepal so that's the flag of nepal um it, like i said it's the only non-rectangular flag and also the the two pennants together like what that's supposed to represent yeah. are the peaks of everest oh that's smart and you guys are gonna see this maybe not on time with me talking no but i'll, I'll you're, but you're gonna I'll, see it i'll do it all in post Okay, let's let's go down to our next one. This one might be my favorite flag, and I
1: I didn't this... notice
0: the smiley face at first. I did, but is this Pakistan? It is the North Caucasian Emirate flag.
1: Is that a country?
0: It was a country for a short period of time. Oh, about you... Six about six years oh, as, as a country.
1: Really? You that's know, I. That's. A, I, th- I feel a little. I feel a little cheated on that one. I had
0: honest. to. I had to pick like interesting ones because some of them, most of them, are very boring. If I must say so myself. Although the smiley face really takes. <laughs> Actually, it's Captain. It really of takes nice, the edge it? off, right? The one don't you think like that, that was a child would make Yeah, I don't think that was planned, but uh, they they rolled with it. So. Okay. Okay, so your next flag, is uh, reminiscent of well China's flag. A little bit, I would say. Is that a hint? No, this okay. is a tough
1: one. I'm going to say. I didn't even know this is a country. That this is the flag of. There's a stand in the at the end of the name. Oh, I I was going to say there's a stand. I'm going to say uh Turkmenistan. Oh, great guess. It's actually
0: Kyrgyzstan.
1: Kyrgyzstan, damn it.
0: Kyrgyzstan, okay. yep. Um. So it's actually a ball, like a sun ball. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool looking. I like that one too. What See, about these the, are uh, slightly oh, better than ours. Yeah, they, they are. I would say yes. What about the one directly underneath that?
1: Is that the flag of, I'm going to say like imperialist Japan? <laughs> it's the flag of Bhutan. Oh. Your guess was pretty good.
0: So I'm, the, feeling, I'm feeling good this, with these. This, yeah, you're, you're pretty good. They're guessing, all wrong. You have but... no idea. Yeah, but still pretty good guesses. So the yellow in this flag represents uh the king's power, mm. while orange represents Buddhism. And I mean, it's a flag it's with a, a dragon a, as an as an a insignia. Dragon. Yeah. That so like why like... wouldn't that be cool?
1: That looks like. Oh, I thought for a second he was like holding like an eyeball in his hands. And I was like, that's pretty badass. There's actually a
0: couple different pictures of the flag with different dragons on it. All the same flag, like base, but different style dragons. I just I picked the coolest one.
1: I sometimes feel bad for, for certain country names. Like I know it's the way it's pronounced Bhutan, but it sounds like, you know, the way that, you know, in Italian, you, you, you insult maybe a, a lady <laughs> at, at times. I don't have to say what it is, but, you
0: know. No, no, probably not. And finally, our last flag for oh. weird flags for Nick. This oh. one you might know. Because this this actually is, like a, I would say, one of the main countries in the world. Is
1: um, this... Do you want a hint? I'm going to guess first. Okay. And I'm going to guess and say, is this... Malaysia
0: it is actually the flag of Greenland really and this is the only Scandinavian flag with no Scandinavian cross
1: oh why that
0: is a phenomenal question I was more like entranced by the fact that it's pretty much just Japan's flag oh it it, is off center and color
1: flipped yeah it is
0: I wonder if it's part. supposed
1: I wonder if it's supposed to represent because doesn't doesn't Greenland like go up into the like north pole and as a result doesn't the north pole kind of like straddle as a result then becoming like north and south after a certain point. Yeah. Right? Like when you're when you're on the top of the north pole, you're at the furthest point north, but every direction you go in is technically south. Oh yeah, I guess you're right. I wonder if that's what it's from. Oh, huh. that's trippy. Every direction you go yeah, kind Yeah. Of. These were awesome.
0: What These are good cool. I,
1: What a good idea!
0: Cool, cool. I'm glad you enjoyed it, even though you were terrible
1: at it. I know. I was. I was. I was within at least probably uh, 500 <laughs> to 1,000 miles of. You're uh, better than I was. Yeah. Well, no. Or I would be. I should say. I'm a sad man that enjoys geography. I guess is <laughs> is really what it is. Nothing sad about that. No, not at all. So, I decided, like I said, to kind of save my last piece of flags for for being what i thought was was particularly fun so in the lead up to america's um involvement in world war ii there was if you will like an explosion of like hyper patriotic um superheroes i'll dude an absolute shit ton of them you know we're talking things that there was really Oh, my God. There was there were ones that were called like there was like Miss Victory. There was like Yank and the Doodle. There was a whole bunch of them. And that's not an exact like it was called Yank and the Doodle. Yank and um, the Doodle. There was the Star Spangled Kid. Um, So I found two. And the first one aptly was called Captain Flag. Um, And Captain Flag was created by. MLJ Comics which we would probably know now as like Archie um oh. yeah like that that's what it eventually turned into uh in 1941 uh and it was first written by Joe Blair um and the story had surrounded uh where Captain Flag faces off against the Black Hand a super criminal working for the Nazis and then in the next uh, strip, they had introduced his supporting character, Veronica Darnell. She was introduced as a blonde bombshell secret, uh, secret service agent. So the backstory to Captain Flagg, Tom Townsend is a wealthy playboy and the son of a famous inventor. He and his father are both kidnapped. I, can't, I don't want to do the voice the whole time. Um... <laughs> are both kidnapped by the black hand and tortured to learn the secrets of his father's newest invention. His father is killed, but before Tom could be, what else would happen? But a bald Eagle swoops in to the window, takes him and carries Tom off, (laughs) saves him from being killed. Fantastic. Eagle takes him back to his nest and basically trains him in addition to like the healthy environment, so they claim. Uh, and he develops superhuman strength. So then one day, the eagle, yep, one day, the eagle brings him an American flag. With this, he uses. Uh, He used the American flag to then sew himself a costume, thus becoming (laughs) Captain Flag. Together then with the eagle, whom he names Yank the Eagle, not to be confused with Yank and the doodle. Right. They go on to defeat the hand. So that's Captain Flag. Not to be confused with the flag who was also introduced in 1941. uh, And the character uh, only lasted for less than a year. So the backstory. Disabled war veteran and flag maker, John Courtney, also referred to as Old Glory, finds a baby boy on his doorstep on flag day with a birthmark that resembles the American flag. What? John takes him in, names him Jim, and raises him as his son. There's something about this boy. He says, I've got to go ahead and take this kid in. On Jim's 21st birthday, he has a vision of George Washington and Abraham Lincoln that come to him, telling him that, quote, His life was selected by us to perform hard and dangerous tasks. So with this, he develops the powers of super speed and the strength of 100 men. And he can't be hurt by any weapons. And all of these powers are activated when he touches his birthmark. Wow! Because of the fact, and you said it earlier, that the internet is such a beautiful thing. Would you like to see what Captain Flag looks like? I feel like I need to. I found the first edition. Someone had uploaded the entire first comic of The Flag, and I had to stop myself from reading all 66 pages. Oh, my God.
0: It was 66 pages.
1: 66 pages.
0: I didn't know comics were that long.
1: What else were they doing in the uh, the 40s?
0: writing terrible scripts because I feel like we could do much better. Evidently. Uh... I feel like he's going to look like... Uh... Damn, what was his name? Do you remember Dexter's Lab?
1: Yeah.
0: Who was the... Who was the Captain America look-alike, superhero from Dexter's Lab?
1: Oh, that I don't remember.
0: Captain Justice. Oh my God! Look at this guy.
1: That's our flag, comics.
0: Look at this guy. This is very clearly a Captain America ripoff. Oh, it, but I mean.
1: But the best part is, is again, there's old glory. <laughs> a baby. There goes the door baby now. on my door. On my doorstep, in the back of his shop in an eastern city. John Courtney crippled war veteran and flag maker works when
0: this is insane.
1: It's so, so good. And then he's not even the one who becomes the superhero. No, of course not. Because John clearly goes ahead and has these visions all of a sudden from, (laughs) uh, but what's so, let me tell you for a time that was super like, you know, aware And like conservative, uh, conservative about a certain you know number of things, the latent homosexuality in some of these like (laughs) comics, like where is it? Uh, Where else is someone going to sneak it in, Nick? That's what I want to know. I like how he's got the flag birthmark. The years swept by and under old glory's care, the adopted boy Jim excelled in sports studies and all he attempts and grows to strapping manhood. Like, (laughs) come on. Seriously now? (laughs) You can make make
0: anything sexually undertone if you try hard enough.
1: I don't know. There's still something about the the idea of like referring to someone as like, what a strapping young man. Like, oh, just it's a creepy term used by old people. Yeah. That was the times though, wasn't it? I I am not a fan. Not a fan. Yeah, that's
0: why we don't use that uh I <clears throat> use that moniker much anymore. It's a good thing too.
1: This beer that, has actually lasted me a long time. Still yeah, very good.
0: Uh, um I killed mine a little bit ago, but I was very impressed with,
1: yeah, it's with really, this beer. It's, I feel like a little bit less of a bitch now. <laughs> <laughs> that probably uh, helps. Yeah, I think well, well that doesn't show you that I use alcohol for uh to go ahead and cope. I don't know what does never what we never. just use it because it tastes delicious, exactly. And, it's
0: and we delicious. like to do research for science,
1: exactly. For, for science, exactly. This, whenever
0: I go out and buy beer and Christina's like, More beer, we already have beer at home. So, this is for science, for science, this is for research and science. Come on, and how dare you try and come between a man and his conquest for science? One would say one would I, say i, I you, would say
1: good sir better hope I that she s-
0: doesn't hear this episode <laughs> she's going to i would say everyone it was a pleasure having you here with us please stay tuned for the socials please stay tuned for uh, nick's lovely voice and uh come join us next time yeah we, we're going to be back with another beer and another story exactly all right we'll see you then Nick, have a good time i'll see you soon my friend
1: i'll see you soon buddy Goodbye. Be good,
0: everyone.
1: Beer's End is hosted by Alex Chula and me, Nick Messina. Video producer is Mike Delavan. Original music is by Alex Chula. Sound effects have been provided by Zapsplat. And audio editing and producing is from me, Nick Messina. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to Beers and wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Beers and Podcast and on Twitter at Beers and One. That's on Twitter at Beers and the number one. Or shoot us an email at beersandpodcast at gmail.com. And of course, Alex and I always want you to enjoy your beer safely and responsibly. Neither Alex nor myself have any affiliations with any of the breweries we sampled in this episode, be them legal affiliations or otherwise. If you have any questions or concerns, please email us at beersandpodcast at gmail.com. That's beers, the word and, podcast at gmail.com.